Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Describe who you are, Heavenly Father. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Nisi. This is what you've given us, but even that can't truly encapsulate who you are, Heavenly Father. Adonai. The Alpha, the Omega. This is our best attempt to truly speak of who you are, Heavenly Father, but our language can't do you the service, Heavenly Father. There are no words hearts sing to you heavenly father the glory that our souls exclaim as we experience you heavenly father is the best we can do we rejoice we lift you high we can say that you are above all else that we see all else that we experience we don't know how high that goes but we know it's above all that we see Heavenly Father, we give you all the praise, all the glory, all the adoration. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good evening, church. I'm sure by this point, you, you, you sort of know how this goes. You know the drill. I'll be doing a, our reflection on who God is, as we've done every day of the pursuit of God so far and so today I'll be talking about our God our overwatch now in my spare time one of my favorite hobbies is to play video games I would call myself a gamer I highly recommend it it's a very cost-effective hobby you can sit in your house and you can put on a headset and it's like hanging out with your friends except you don't have to go anywhere one of the games that we play the most is a game called Call of Duty. And uh, now that I think about it, Call of Duty is a, would be a great word. Father, I'm just 
I'm giving you some tips there. Call of Duty might be one for you to, to tap into. But the way that Call of Duty works is uh, you're a team, you're a team of soldiers, usually about a team of four. And the four of you are thrown out of a plane onto an island. Your plane crash lands. And the simple aim of the game is to get off the island. However, there's a slight twist to it because it's not just you. There are about 35 other teams of four on this island, all with the same objective to get off this island. And it's the last team standing. The plane that comes to pick you up can only take one team. And as if that wasn't enough, there's an extra twist to the game. And the extra twist is that the island progressively gets smaller. And so you and all the other teams are slowly driven towards each other. And it's only the team that's left standing that survives. So you can imagine this. The four of us all sat in front of our respective TVs all over the world with our headsets on, trying to communicate and play this game. Up against a team full of people. It could be a, a young lad in Japan, a young lady in California, and two brothers in Paris, or one of the other teams, right? And so the way this works is you can only see what your character can see, and so you have to rely on the communication of the other teams. And so it might make sense for one member of your team to try and get to a high vantage point, to look out for the other members of the team, to communicate. And we have ways of communicating as a team. There are certain terms that you might not understand, but that if one of my teammates were to say to me, I would immediately know what they meant. For example, they might yell out Red House 4. Now, to you, Red House 4 might not mean anything, but to me, Red House 4 means the Red House up ahead, there's four enemies in it, be careful. They might yell, two on me. Two on me means drop what you're doing because I've run into two enemies and I need help. Now, it helps to be very in tune with the communication of our team. It helps to know how our team, how our team speak. And I'm sure some of you can see where I'm starting to go with this. But at, usually at all times, we try to have one team member high up watching ahead, telling us when to go, when to be still, when to be cautious because there's traps ahead and when to just stop and wait. Now, that's how it works in the game, but let's talk about how it works in real life. So Jeremiah 29, 11, the, in the NIV version says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So, our, that overwatch in my team is often the difference between winning and losing. They also have plans for me to prosper. They want to see me win because they're on my team. But my God, he just wants to see me win because he loves me. So now if it's that easy for me to trust my teammates just because they have a slight, slightly higher view than me, how much more our God who exists outside of time can see all things, has gone ahead, has seen what's coming ahead and is telling me, when to be still, when to go, when to be cautious because there's traps ahead, and when to just wait. Now, if my video game teammates could see all things, it would be unfair. Imagine the, the team of the young lad in China, or sorry, Japan, the young lady in California, and the two brothers in Paris have got me trapped, they've got me cornered, and they think they've got me, that's my game done but they don't know that my teammate can see all things and has let me know long ahead that they're coming. I know exactly what to do 
and I'm basically just waiting for them. It would be unfair. But that's life for us, church. The life that we live is one where our overwatch can see all things. When traps are set for us, he can let us know. He can tell us when to be cautious. He can tell us when to be still. He can tell us when to go. And so, in that situation, if my teammates couldn't communicate with me, I might be filled with fear. But when I have good communication, I'm filled with confidence. A silent confidence because I know that my teammate has my back. The psalmist in Psalms 121 verses 1 to 2 says, I lift my eyes up to the mountain. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That's our overwatch. Now, I learned this about my friends from a video game as a young adult, but I learned this about God a good few years earlier as a young 12-year-old boy who had lost his mother to cancer and was trying to make sense of it all, was trying to understand why a God who loved me would allow this to happen. But the only way that I could make sense of it was that this God, my overwatch, was watching ahead. He had planned ahead. He knew what was going on. He knew what was supposed to happen. And so my mother was put on this earth for a purpose. Now, I don't know about you, church, but I don't think there's anybody in heaven who wishes they were still on earth. And so our time here really is only to serve a purpose. And when we serve that purpose, where else to be but on the hill with the overwatch, watching it all play out. And so as a 12-year-old, I came to understand that. And I was, I was quite happy because with that, I gained an assurance and a certainty that my mother had done her part. She had done what she was supposed to do. Why else would she go to sit on the hill with our overwatch? And in the years after that, I came to realize that from meeting people who would come to me and discuss the conversations they had with her and how much she touched their lives and the ways that God used her, that she certainly had been on, put, put on this planet for a purpose and she certainly had fulfilled that purpose. Now, our God who is this overwatch and watches ahead, he knew things that at the time I didn't know. For example, at 12, I saw things that would prepare me for my 19th birthday. My 19th birthday, when I received a call from a hospital in London, I was up in Manchester about to start my second year of university, and I received a call from a hospital in London not to wish me happy birthday, no, but instead to diagnose me with cancer. And now, I could have been filled with fear, I could have been angry. I could have waved my fists at the sky and shouted, why God, why me? But by this point, I had learned that I had the overwatch. My teammate was on the hill and he was watching ahead. And so I simply communicated with my teammate. And I said, okay, what's the plan? How do we approach this? And he told me three simple things. He said, don't worry. He's watching ahead and that he'd cleared my path. And so I trusted my teammate and I carried on. As I moved back from university to start chemotherapy, I thought to myself, don't worry, he's watching ahead. He's cleared my path. As I was checked into hospital, don't worry, he's watching ahead. He's cleared my path. When I started to lose weight, 
drastically. Don't worry, he's watching ahead. He's cleared my path. When my neck started to double in size from the swollen glands, don't worry, he's watching ahead. He's cleared my path. My immune system started to weaken. I couldn't be in public places. I couldn't even go to the cinema. Don't worry, he's watching ahead. He's cleared my path. It reached a point I couldn't drink bottled water. I couldn't drink anything that wasn't sterilized. Don't worry, he's watching ahead. He's cleared my path. And so we thank God because by my 20th birthday, I'd been given the all clear. I was back in the University of Manchester, ready to restart my second year. And not only that, along the way, I had picked up some very useful skills. In praying for my life, I had learned how to pray in tongues. I'd learned the real meaning of faith. I'd learned the value of friendship through tough times. I'd learned that when people are going through tough times, we have a habit to focus on what we would want, not what they would want. And these are all skills that would become later in my life because like I said, the Overwatch has gone ahead. He knows what we'll need and prepares us in advance. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord God will be wherever you go. And so we fast forward a little bit to 2019. Around just before this time of year, just before the Pursuit of God conference in 2019, when I was at the point where I was just doing quarterly checkups as a result of what I'd been through. And in one of my quarterly checkups, I'd gotten very used to it. It was very run-of-the-mill routine. Doctor asks you how you're feeling. You say fine. They check your weight. They check your blood. They send you on your way. However, this one, doctor asked me how I was feeling. I said I was fine. They checked my bloods. They checked my weights. She was about to send me on my way when she asked me if I'd noticed anything unusual. And as I did, usually when I'd answer the questions, I'd just touch my neck and say, nope, everything feels fine. However, this time I touched my neck and I felt a small lump. The doctor had a look and said she didn't like it, and so we did some tests. The day I received my test results was bang in the middle of pursuit of God. I was actually on the, at the hospital before coming to church, and the doctor who read my test results was not my normal doctor. Now, this doctor read my file and looked incredibly concerned. God had told me I was going to be fine. He said, don't worry. He's watching ahead. The path is clear. But this doctor looked concerned. And throughout that pursuit of God, there were a few things that I had, God had instructed me to do. Some things around my finances, some things around repairing relationships that I thought were just God, you know, growing me and stretching me. But after hearing this doctor read my file and be so concerned, I started to think, wait, is this... Is this it for me? Is, is, is God telling me to do these things to get my affairs in order? Because the diagnosis was that I had cancer again. But I had to take a second and think about my teammate and think about what he said. And this is the problem with the game, right? Is if you stop listening to your teammates, you can see a house full of enemies and be terrified. But your teammate sees a house full of enemies and just sees a strategy, just sees the way you need to calmly move through this. And so I took a moment, and I remember where I was. I was in the car park at the hospital, very afraid, until I stopped and remembered what the teammate had said. Don't worry, he's watching ahead. 
the path is clear. And so I realized that I cannot rely on my own senses in the game or in this world. I have to rely on the overwatch. Psalms 20 verse 7 to 8 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. As soon as I remembered this, there was an ounce of fear. I put on my war face and went to battle. I didn't worry. He was watching ahead. The path was clear. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I stand here before you as a living testimony that our God sees all. He's watching ahead. That you shouldn't worry. He's watching ahead. The path is clear. And with that, I think I'm just going to close by, I already read Psalms 121 verses 1 and 2, but I intentionally didn't read all of it because I wanted to read all of that for you now. It says, I will lift my eyes up to the mountain. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He watches over you, will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. And so church, I just want to let you know just in case somebody else needs to hear it because the way that our overwatch works is he goes ahead and he plans and there's a reason I went through what I went through and there's a reason I'm here to share it with you today and so if you're listening online or you're here with us and you're listening the Lord is saying to you don't worry he's watching ahead the path is clear from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, your name is to be hallowed. 